Day 64 of 365, The Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20 to 29. My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instruction. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. It will keep you from the immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coy glances seduce you. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty. But sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with a man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. Mark chapter 12 verse 28 One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realised that Jesus had answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only God, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbour as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The teacher of religious law replied, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it is important to love him with all my heart and all my understanding and all my strength and to love my neighbour as myself. This is more important than to offer all of the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. Realising how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Later, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple, he asked, Why do the teachers of religious law claim that the Messiah is the son of David? For David himself, speaking under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honour at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David himself called the Messiah my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? The large crowd listened to him with great delight. Jesus also taught, Be aware of these teachers of religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces, and how they love the seats of honour in the synagogues and the head table of banquets. Yet they are shamelessly cheating widows out of their property, and they pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be more severely punished. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple 
and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the others who were making contributions, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. Leviticus chapter 13 verse 1 to verse 59 The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, If anyone has a swelling or a rash or discoloured skin that might develop into a serious skin disease, that person must be brought to Aaron the priest or to one of his sons. The priest will examine the affected area of the skin. If the hair in the infected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep. It is a serious skin disease, and the priest who examines it must pronounce that person ceremonially unclean. But if the affected area of the skin is only a white discoloration and does not appear to be more than skin deep, and if the hair on the spot has not turned white, the priest will quarantine that person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination, If he finds the affected area has not changed and the problem has not spread on the skin, the priest will quarantine the person for seven more days. On the seventh day, the priest will make another examination. If he finds the affected area has faded and has not spread, the priest will pronounce that person ceremonially clean. It was only a rash. The person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean. And if the rash continues to spread after the person has been examined by the priest and has been pronounced clean, the infected person must return to be examined again. And if the priest finds that the rash has spread, he must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean, for it is indeed a skin disease. Anyone who develops a serious skin disease must go to the priest for examination. If the priest finds a white swelling on the skin and some hair on the the spot has turned white and there is an open sore in the affected area, it is a chronic skin disease and the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. In such cases, the person need not be quarantined for it is obvious that the skin is defiled by the disease. Now, suppose the disease has spread all over the person's skin, covering the body from head to foot. When the priest examines the infected person and finds that the disease covers the entire body, he will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. Since the skin has turned completely white, the person is clean. But if any open sores appear, the infected person will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. The priest must make this pronouncement as soon as he sees an open sore, since open sores indicate the presence of a skin disease. However, If the open sores heal and turn white like the rest of the skin, the person must return to the priest for another examination. If the affected areas have indeed turned white, the priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean by declaring, you are clean. If anyone has a boil on the skin that has started to heal, but a white swelling or a reddish white spot develops in its place, 
That person must go to the priest to be examined. If the priest examines it and finds it to be more than skin deep, and if the hair in the affected area has turned white, the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean. The boil has become a serious skin disease. But if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem and the problem appears to be no more than skin deep and has faded, the priest must quarantine the person for seven days. If during that time the affected area spreads on the skin, the priest must pronounce the person ceremonially unclean because it is a serious skin disease. But if the area grows no larger and does not spread, it is merely the scar from the boil and the priest will pronounce the person ceremonially clean. If anyone has suffered a burn on the skin and the burned area changes colour, becoming either reddish white or shiny white, the priest must examine it. If he finds that the hair in the affected area has turned white and the problem appears to be more than skin deep, a skin disease has broken out in the burn. The priest must then pronounce the person ceremonially unclean, for it is clearly a serious skin disease. But if the priest finds no white hair on the affected area and the problem appears to be no more than skin deep and has faded, the priest must quarantine the infected person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must examine the person again. If the affected area has spread on the skin, the priest, the priest must pronounce that person ceremonially unclean, for it is clearly a serious skin disease. But if the affected area has not changed or spread on the skin, and has faded, it is simply a swelling from the burn. The priest will then pronounce the person ceremonially clean, for it is only the scar from the burn. If anyone, either man or woman, has a sore on the head or chin, the priest must examine it. If he finds it is more than skin deep and has fine yellow hair on it, the priest must pronounce that person ceremonially unclean, it is a scabby sore of the head or chin. If the priest examines the scabby sore and finds that it is only skin deep, but there is no black hair on it, he must quarantine the person for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must examine the sore again. If he finds that the scabby sore has not spread and there is no yellow hair on it and it appears to be only skin deep, that person must shave off all hair except the hair on the affected area. Then the priest must quarantine the person for another seven days. On the seventh day, he will examine the sore again. If it has not spread and appears to be no more than skin deep, the priest will pronounce that person ceremonially clean. The person's clothing must be washed and the person will be ceremonially clean. But if the scabby sore begins to spread after the person is pronounced clean, the priest must do another examination. If he finds that the sore has spread... The priest does not need to look for a yellow hair. The infected person is ceremonially unclean. But if the colour of the scabby sore does not change and the black hair has grown in it, it is healed. The priest will then pronounce that person ceremonially clean. If anyone, either a man or woman, has shiny white patches on their skin, the priest must examine the affected area. If he finds that the shiny patches are only pale white, this is a harmless skin rash and the person is ceremonially clean. If a man loses his hair and his head becomes bald, he is still ceremonially clean. And if he loses hair on his forehead, 
He simply has a bald forehead. He is still clean. However, if a reddish-white sore appears on the bald patch or area on top of his head or on his forehead, this is a skin disease. The priest must examine him, and if he finds swelling around the reddish-white sore anywhere on the man's head, and it looks like a skin disease, the man is indeed infected with a skin disease and is unclean. The priest must pronounce him ceremonially unclean because of the sore on his head. Those who suffer from serious skin disease must tear their clothing and leave their hair uncombed. They must cover their mouth and call out, Unclean! Unclean! As long as the serious disease lasts, they will be ceremonially unclean. They must live in isolation in their place outside the camp. Now, suppose mildew contaminates some woolen or linen clothing. Woolen or linen fabric, the hide of an animal or anything made of leather. If the contaminated area in the clothing, the animal hide, the fabric or the leather article has turned greenish or reddish, it is contaminated with mildew and must be shown to the priest. After examining the affected spot, the priest will put the article in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must inspect it again. If the contaminated area has spread, the clothing or fabric or leather is clearly contaminated by serious mildew and is ceremonially unclean. The priest must burn the item, the clothing, the woolen or linen fabric or piece of leather, for it has been contaminated by a serious mildew. It must be completely destroyed by fire. But if the priest examines it and finds that the contaminated area has not spread in the clothing, the fabric or the leather, the priest will order the object to be washed and then quarantined for seven more days. Then the priest must examine the object again. If he finds that the contaminated area has not changed colour after being washed, even if it did not spread, the object is defiled. It must be completely burned up whether the contaminated spot is on the inside or outside. But if the priest examines it and finds the contaminated area has faded after being washed, he must cut the spot from the clothing, the fabric or the leather. If the spot later reappears in the clothing, the fabric or the leather article, the mildew is clearly spreading and the contaminated object must be burned up. But if the spot disappears from the clothing, the fabric or the leather article, after it has been washed, it must be washed again, then it will be ceremonially clean. These are the instructions for dealing with mildew that contaminates woolen or linen clothing or fabric of anything made of leather. This is how the priests will determine whether these items are ceremonially clean or unclean. <laughs>